The Weekly Shots Podcast with your hosts, The Shots, Randomness, Yo, Brian, The Brainchild. My whole thing in life, though, is you question everything. And Uncle Daddy. Yeah, that's me. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Weekly Shots Podcast. Damn, he still delivers. High off his ass. What up? How rude. How rude. Broccoli. You know, you guys are my two best friends in the whole wide world. I just want to <laughs> let you two know oh. that. Recap. Thank you. Say episode more. three. Say more. No, I'm Thank just kidding. You. Oh. So how's everybody's weekend? How was your weekend there, Uncle Daddy? Oh, before you get to that. Before you get to that, we are now announcing on the Weekly Shots, we now have a secondary podcast. Everybody, okay, please stop. touch your nipples. That's right. <sighs> it is Inside the Cage where we get in-depth into MMA and we talk about our fighters where we probably don't get in-depth enough. But (laughs) (laughs) we have... It's fun talk talk about a subject we love, mixed martial arts. It's a little little mixture of MMA, a little couple stories, you know. You're in there. Throw some personal stuff in there every once in a while. A little fighting, it always going to bring a little bit. Do not attempt to adjust your iPhones or your Google Play accounts. exactly. Yes, you do see two episodes. Two episodes. And one of them is Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Inside the cage. Touch Break it down the week. <laughs> oh, do you want to go ahead and announce the winner? Winner, winner, chicken dinner? Nah, you got to go over yeah, to, you gotta uh, go to the, Inside the, the Cage. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Out. Yeah. All right. It's called the yes. tease. So, yeah. So, go ahead and go on over to uh, Inside the Cage and hey, check out If you want to hear about the, the UFC 202, was. go ahead and push pause. Pause. And go ahead and start playing that and over then come back right to now. this once you're done. When you're done, you can come back here and listen to talks about demonic possessions exorcisms and other really strange freaky shit happening in my apartment lots of people been requesting this we've been getting a lot of requests after really? our spooky little stories oh they like before. the spooky shit yeah, mm. of course we'll get ready for some spooky shit everybody loves we a little demon you got spooky. a lot of people that are into goth huh yeah paint the shop- females black hey hey Probably shopping at Hot Topic oh Hot Topic <laughs> that used to be Hot Pocket shit <laughs> yeah what the fuck is Hot Topic? What are you, a poet and didn't know it? No shit. What's Hot, hot topic? topic? What is that, a store or something? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's a store it's or like something. The go- it used to be like the goth store uh-huh. where you go buy goth pants. I'm and from a land where they didn't have goth stores. <laughs> yeah. They probably had one goth person in all of Alabama. No shit, and everybody fucking ran when that person <laughs> came around you. It was True like, story. Uh, I'm out, bitches. That person's a creeper. True We didn't use the word story. creeper either. I just learned that one here. I'm a senior in high school. I'm driving down our main street to get to my high school. <laughs> I have this busted up Toyota Corolla named a Suavecito. Different story. There's this one. Every school has their weirdos, right? Yeah. Every school. So we had our dudes that yeah. just were all black. Before they coined the term goth, that's what yeah. I would label them now. But yeah. before they just were all black. We were the weirdos. Well, this yeah, dude thought freaks straight up before the whole Twilight series or Jacob and Team no. This Fucking and Team sparkles That sparkles everywhere, glitter everywhere. Thought that he sparkled, thought he was a vampire. Get the fuck out of here! Because his, you know, everybody has their little canine teeth yeah. up here. Yeah. Well, his kind of protruded just slightly more than probably the average person, and that was it. So he just decided, ah, well, I'm obviously a dork. I can't play sports. I'm super <laughs> nerd. I might as well just be a vampire. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Literally. Why? Suck the blood out of 15 bats. <laughs> Still looking like a I dumbass. had to head south to school. So, you know, obviously the sun rises on the east, sets in the west. 
So he would be walking towards school. I'm not making this up. I swear to God, I wish I had a cell phone that used to record back then. Because he literally would walk with his black trench coat and act (laughs) like he was with his arm over, like he's shielding himself from like a meteor strike. Against the sun, <laughs> meteor strike. <laughs> like it was what killing the fuck? Up. A meteor strike, like maybe wind, rain. I don't know. Hail, meteor strike. Meteor uh, strike. Well, meteor we are talking about fucking vampires now, aren't we? Well, he thought the sun was gonna kill him if a beam touched his face. <laughs> oh my god! And he would walk for like a mile with this thing, like Count Dracula. Wow, <laughs> wow! And I was like, I remember driving to school. I almost hit the car in front of me. Cause I'm staring at him, going like, I'm waiting for him to put what down the hell his arm. Are you doing? Like at some yeah. point, his arm's gonna get tired. <laughs> and he's literally like, anybody that went to Los Amigos Fountain Valley, shout out. If you know this dude, email me his name, cause I want to know what what became him. That's what I think about when I see these kids that yeah. are shopping at Hot Topic, yeah. wearing black, going yeah. goth, doing yeah. their thing, finding themselves. I'm like, mm, I wonder if you're really gonna be 35 years old with three kids. And still dress that way. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to break you in on a little secret. No, because I was one of those dudes. Oh, oh no. A little touchy, touchy, touchy. So, We're about to and learn the onion something pills. from the brain. And the onion yeah. pills. Finally deeper. found. <laughs> hey, this is the fucked up part. We had to talk about goddamn vampires to find the little secret locked away door just to get in there. Yeah. No, so. I, I was okay. It was mainly during the whole Crow, the first one when it came out. I love that yeah. fucking, fucking movie, badass oh, movie, right? Dude, yeah, his facial expressions yeah. and shit, dude. The way he's fucking looking at people yeah. walking at him, that shit's crazy. That was badass. Okay, yeah. so and that was back when I worked out like three times a day, and I tried to always stay in shape, lift weights, be in shape. I was wearing super tight black jeans with boots, <laughs> a Dang black it. fucking spandex shirt, super tight, and I had long hair down to my butt. Smug- dude, that dude was smuggling yeah. berries everywhere. Huh? Not even kidding. Anybody Damn. who knows me from that time period knows I even have one picture of me with that long hair. All right, let's post that up on the website. So. No shit. Can we definitely <laughs> get a copy of that? I'll see if I can't find it. Yeah. So I was totally into that kind of whole scene and painting my face. Was it black, black? And it was hair, because of that like movie. Midnight black. It was mainly because of that movie because I love that movie so much. That and movie was the shit, bro. I love a good. lot of movies. But in my I definitely life. wasn't gonna fucking put black lipstick all over my face and walk yeah, around like a saying. fucking crow. Well I didn't do that. I didn't go that yeah. extreme, but I was like everything was all black and I had long black hair in a ponytail. Damn, Damn. did you get laid a lot? Yeah. Nah, yeah, I bet. From yeah. the drama club, I'm assuming. Mainly the drama club <laughs> girls. Yeah. I just felt like those yeah. group of drama girls is <laughs> Yeah. Back oh, when I was you're a weird. Let me kiss yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and then I moved to Idaho shortly <laughs> after that. That was not a good look over there. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> that didn't go over well with the football team. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where they're like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You from so, California? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. And that was actually when Remember the Titans was out recently. And so, oh, I love that movie. Yeah. So, Top five sports movies for me of all, all time. time. All time. Love that That one. is a good movie. Every time. Yeah. All time. Yeah. Every day. All day. Remember the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And football preseason's here. Yeah. Nice segue. Uh, my wife always makes fun of me because any kind of series or movie that I get into, I yeah. tend to like mimic the characters. Really? I'm not dressing like them. I'm definitely not, you know, pretending I'm a boxer. I'm Rocky. I'm not a Transformer. I just like the movies. <laughs> yeah. But like we get into shows like um, when we got into Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. For sure, I wanted to be in a biker gang. Oh, oh really? God. Sure this dude's to, already tried to find a way to get a fucking high. I want to just patch in. I want to be a prospect. I want to work. I want to. I don't want to meet Mr. Mayhem. I want to be a one percenter. 
I want to be in it. He was like, that Mr. Mayhem guy, he can stay away. I can oh. do without meeting him. Yeah. I, I have says, no idea what you're talking about. You never, you never saw seen something. I've never saw Sense of Fucking Un American, bro. Dude, I just got done it's watching a fucking Demon's stupid Jones. TV series about okay. a bunch of dudes that do super fucking illegal shit and never get caught. I fastball or I softball pitched you uh, House of Cards, right? Yeah. You'll like Sons of Anarchy. You will. You will. I okay. think you would like Binge it. Binge watch. Binge yeah. Watch. It got so bad for my wife and I. Really? I know certain people listen to this podcast. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm Some of the kids were getting malnourished, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah. The girls definitely hated the fact that we're in that show because they could not watch it with us. It's one of those <laughs> shows where we would just yeah. lock ourselves in the room and just, yeah. hey, go play, go play. Yeah. But it got so bad that like one weekend, <laughs> oh, we binge watched all Saturday, all Sunday. The house Damn. probably looked goth. I mean, it looked like a crack house because just all the windows and blinds were oh, shut. Geez. We didn't want any lighting. We were just so focused. Oh, my God. We stayed up till like 1 in the morning yeah. binge-watching the show, and we're like, what? it's always one more. Every episode, this just is on one a more. cliffhanger. Yeah. Just one you more. You got to know. You got to know. Well, Monday morning comes, and I'm like, dude, I'm tired. I got a couple of sick days. <laughs> I still got a whole other season, girl. Yeah, is, I'm not feeling too good. The season so and so looks pretty awesome. I Both my wife this. and I, I know when this went down. Really? Yeah, he does. Both my wife and I called he in sick. Confessed his sins to me. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. both called in sick on a Monday. We both oh, called geez. in with the excuse. Oh gosh, probably since this, but here it goes. We both called in work saying that our daughter was sick. Oh jeez. And at the times, my daughter was getting ready for school. Yeah. And all of a sudden, my daughter Faith pops herself on the bed and she starts putting her hands behind, flipping to like Disney Channel. I'm like, yeah. Yo, what are you doing? <laughs> you gotta Yo. get ready for school. She goes. I thought I was sick. <laughs> oh, damn. I just started laughing. My wife starts like, oh, so cute. Get your ass ready for school. <laughs> so then they got uninterrupted a free oh, six wow. hours of binge oh, walking. Dude, it was watching. bad. We almost didn't pick him up in time from school. It got so bad. Faith leaves the door. She goes, bye, mom. Bye, dad. I hope I feel better today. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. pretty bad, dude. That's you how know, that but the fucked up part about it is, yeah. that ain't shit compared to what most kids go through, man. Damn. Or, Those kids yeah. still got the best parents in the world. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Yeah. I really do believe that dude is like pretty much yeah. the best parent in so. the world. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Even though we'll they binge watch Sons Moving of Anarchy, so whenever they finally discover True Detective, so it's good. gonna happen again. Yeah. No such thing as uh, it's not, it didn't play over in Idaho. What with the whole goth thing? Is no, that yeah, not but, yeah, I want to know jump more about you. Movie after Me, that? yeah, moved to Idaho. I moved it. Well. Okay, long ass story about Brian's childhood. Uh, my uh, grandparents adopted me because my mother is a paranoid schizophrenic who threw me out of a two story building when I was just uh, a baby. I somehow so fucking survived that shit. Were um, you in a like baby carrier or something? Or? No, you were just. Is there a reason just, why you got thrown out of the store? No, uh, no reason. They don't know. And then what ended up happening as well as before that, she tried to sell me to. Uh, um, a a family or trade me for drugs. God damn. So me and my mom didn't even have a good relationship in a long time. And I can't, because she's so mentally ill, I don't have a lot of against her now. So we actually, we talk on the phone now and, and every single conversation with her is, is the same thing of her apologizing. But um, I, so I moved in with my grandparents. Then at 13, my grandmother who adopted me got really ill and passed away. Uh-huh. Moved in with my uncle Mark, who was just a druggie, and all we did was party. So that wasn't working out. So then I moved to Idaho, and I was about like 16, 17, 18, somewhere in there. 
and move there with them to try to get away from that, try to do something right with my life. It didn't work out. Damn. Did not work out. <clears throat> what happened? Uh, got into a bunch of problems in high school. Uh, Too many women. That long ass hair, <laughs> black makeup. Oh, did you cut that hair? Looking yeah. like a, looking like, like a fucking. You know skunk. that you know that picture of me where I'm looking like I'm freaking straight out of nine hundred two one zero. Miami Vice. Hey dude, dude, it looked yeah. like he was trying to like this is his face shots for Miami Vice or some shit. Yeah. So, and then I ran into problems with church leaders there of a church that I was trying to attend, who they said it's probably not the faith for me, and that I should probably leave. Wait, what? Yeah. That church turned you away? pastor guy, yeah. Damn. So That was a Christian church. Yeah. Kicked me out, uh, pretty much. And uh, and then I was having problems at home with the family I was staying with, with my aunts and uncles, because I was a fucking troubled kid, all right? I had a <laughs> messed up childhood. What happened is, is I didn't even know she was my mom uh-huh. until she showed up at the door where I was living with my grandparents and said, hi, I'm your mother, your biological mother. And this is your brother, Ben, by the way, who's two years older than me at the time. And how old were you then? Awkward. I was 12. Oh, damn. I, I didn't mean, even you know guys, any of this. You guys. Well, I'm kind of curious about this. So when I look at some of those, I mean, obviously I'm a father now. I got my girls. One of them's already going to be her second year in junior high, middle school. And I'm waiting for this weirdness thing to happen where she might start going into something dark or just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just people. I went through it. Yeah. You went through it. I, you know what I mean? When you gravitated, like you latched onto the crow, like what, what was your, I mean, I don't want you. I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, that's cool. Yeah. But what was it? Was it the darkness of it? I mean, what made you just, change your whole look and just dive into that you're trying to edit in your escape something in your teenage years you're trying to have an identity if you don't already have one if something's not because like the idea of being a parent you're supposed to guide your kids help them find out who they are and be there for them Mm -hmm. when your parents aren't there for them something else will take its place yeah and so in the search for self-identity the the character of that of the crow was like he was this badass guy who didn't take crap from anybody and he was searching out for revenge and he was an outcast. So that's what you latched So on. I latched onto the outcast because that's what I felt like in my own family at the time. Yeah. It was like whole, uh, everything I thought about my childhood just got thrown out the window. Everybody who I thought was my brother and my sister actually ended up being my aunts and my uncles. Oh, my parents no. weren't my actual biological parents. I've got this lady who's freaking homeless who's now my mother and I got a brother who I never met who showed up with a mohawk and smoking weed. Yeah, that's a wild day. So that was a rough day. That's and a that, tough Tuesday. Yeah. I guess you went to sleep at a normal bedtime too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. So it just kind of like shattered my whole childhood. And my parents, my grandparents' way of trying to deal with it was to ignore it. They're old school. Just ignore it. And sweep it under the rug. Sweep it under the rug. Get Maybe past it'll it. go away. I'm, a lo- I'm kind of that way, too, honestly. And at the same time, I was growing up in Otay, in Chula Vista, being one of the few white people in the area, getting bullied all the time at school. God damn, bro. I'm glad you're here, yeah. by the way. so Thank you for putting down the blade. <laughs> Jesus. Because <laughs> I'm sure that probably came across your oh, mind yeah. once no, or twice. Yeah. Su- like, That's a yeah. good thing you're here, man. You're, you're loved now. Yeah. Suicide definitely <laughs> came to mind multiple times for me as a kid. Well, well, you there, mentioned bro. last week about being bullied over there yeah. in Tijuana and... Then becoming a bully yourself a little bit. Yeah. It's crazy. So, I mean, yeah. And that's the crazy thing you you find out in life is 
everybody's got a story. Dude, I, I come from a friggin' mom that uh, told, I remember telling me a story about how she woke up one night, felt something crawling up her bed, mm. and she felt like her bed mattress sinking down, you know what I'm saying? So, to the point to where if you were slowly creeping up on somebody in a mattress, you would feel it sinking ever so slowly, right? Oh, yeah. She told me about this story, how she felt that one night, and my first brother, I wasn't even born yet, but my brother, he's a half-brother, he was in his crib, and she said she woke up and looked up, and then there was this black thing hovering over his crib, and then... And it like looked at her or whatever and she could like see its eyes but it was black and it was like a shadow though and then all of a sudden it just vaporized that's crazy huh that's weird that's the kind of family that I came from my mother told me stories about that kind of stuff dude so I know I know what you mean it's Here crazy but nothing on the level of getting thrown off the two story my chicken skin I'm not carrying <laughs> these kind of stories yeah. I'm just so, saying, dude, that's crazy when you well, think about that, man. My mother, well, my grandmother, what she liked to, to deal with is she used to go see this lady in, in, in TJ. Uh, she named her Maria Equita is what I remember the name being. could have been something completely different because mm-hmm. I didn't speak Spanish at the time. But she would go see this lady, and this lady was a witch. Oh, jeez. And my grandmother slash adopted mom... Uh, she was really into tarot cards and trying to figure out the future and finagle it and, and do whatever she can. So I was raised around that as well. Witchcraft, basically. Because of her Mexican side? I, like not, I, I know my mother-in-law talks about, like, yeah, you know, like maybe the, the botanicas of Santa Maria <laughs> and brujas. Yeah. And so that's what she was involved in. So I kind of also grew up around that and I'm, I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. And stuff used to happen. <sighs> Scary ass shit. And so, one of the, I mean, we can go into it now. Because one of the things I wanted to get into that uh, John Shotzi brought up one time before is about exorcisms. <laughs> John and, Shots. Good. Yeah, that's you. Uh, that's yeah. you. The Shots. Yeah. Um, John Shots. Good. Where it's demonic possessions. Oh, man. And uh, exorcism. This is where uh, Uncle Daddy loves And so, now, because I was already comfortable with the whole witchcraft thing, when I was in my teenage years, I even started studying and trying to understand black magic. And I and I read the, a book called The Necronomicon that was written by H.P. Lovecraft. This is the crow years. This is kind of the crow years as I'm kind of fading out of the crow years, like just wanting to be goth and actually getting interested in the subject matter of black magic and, and sorcery and seeing if it's real. Oh, shit. Definitely, you definitely would have scared me. Yeah. yeah. You would definitely, that guy that I, everybody fucking steered clear of. Yeah. When, and, you were, when you were running balls deep into chemicals and shit. And me and my friends, we actually found a coven house, which is a, what? It's a gathering of people who practice black magic and they get together and do this stuff. You said you found a covenant in a your A coven house. is oh. a group of people who get together who practice black magic or witchcraft. Yeah. Some of them do white magic, whatever they want, good magic. Some other people do black magic. And I was more interested in the black magic at the time. Yeah. So I was reading this book called The Necronomicon. It is a book originally written by H.B. Lovecraft, but what it is supposed to be is the tale of an Arab guy who... Uh, was pursuing a sultan's daughter and the sultan ended up finding out about it and got pissed cut off his manhood tore out his eyes dropped him off in the desert desert to die wow 
what this guy ends up doing is he crawls into a cave just to die, and he grabs these spiders and eats them. Oh, shit. Oh. They have some sort of a toxic effect, and he's able to start to see things. And so it's his, it's his story of rising in demonic power. Damn. And it has a listing of spells and things that you can learn. Supposedly, this is supposedly translated in HP Lovecraft translated so it got me interested and I studied black magic witchcraft I studied uh, the the bible of Satan oh my gosh um, wow get the hell out of here so, had no impact no idea I thought it was gonna go like Aladdin like he found a lamp in the hey, cave yeah, <laughs> rubbed on a little bit got his eyes back yeah. got no. his manhood back Fuck. second wish Hair this is guy fucking now yeah. not black it's blonde <laughs> no he went back and got revenge and it's okay a, so did any of your secret spells ever work yeah and that's what scared me out of it okay which oh one? damn so I'm only gonna probably talk about this once because it's scary as shit, the stuff I saw and the stuff I heard, and I don't like to talk about it. Oh, don't worry. We have it recorded. We can play it all. So <laughs> no if you guys want to listen to this, this is fine. You probably, something may happen. Well, if, is, if something don't happens. Don't creep me out too much. Just. If something happens to you guys and anybody who's listening to this. Oh, Jesus. It's on you. Disclaimer. <laughs> so. Okay, let's just get to the highlight. Just tell me, like. Damn. I don't know. Go for what it. What kind of spell did you. <laughs> It wasn't me who did it. It's what I witnessed. I never actually... When I witnessed this happening, it scared the shit out of me, and I didn't want to have anything but to do But you read with. about spells. You didn't try one? You didn't no, I never had... secret the, potion? Because I came to the... Con- <laughs> secret potion. Go ahead. I came to the conclusion that there's good powers and evil powers, and I don't want to delve into those evil powers once I realized that that was a possibility and a reality. Is that when you jumped over to the white good magic? No, that's when I got out of it altogether. <laughs> Damn, he didn't. I, I kind of want to know what's he, good dude, magic, too, He by the passed way. Gandor on the way out the door. <laughs> he said, I'm not this bitch, boys. Gandor the black, Gandor the white. Hell yeah, go ahead. Oh, you mean Gandalf, yeah. yeah. Gandalf, fuck. My bad. Jeez, just insulted a whole slew of nerds yeah. in two seconds. My bad, I'm in the football season. <laughs> Stereotype me. Sorry, dude. He passed up Gandalf all the way past the white. So... What happened was, is we went to the Coven House, and I'm not going to talk about where it's at or anything like that. Yeah, don't definitely don't. Please don't throw in scary music when we play this back, <laughs> I swear You're not going to need I'm not going to listen to this episode if you do that. So, All right. There, and we were invited in to, to watch this ceremony. No Jason, luckily. Yeah, wrong, dude. Come on, bro. Anyways, so story like we, we kind of sat on the outside of the corner now. and Describe you, the room, if you don't mind. It's oh, dark. come on. Okay. It's dark, obviously. It's dark. There's candles lit, and there's several people, I don't remember the number, all sitting on the ground with their legs crossed, and there's a diagram drawn into the ground and or painted, and the candles are at certain points around it having some sort of significance. And they, were, um, they were various colors. And they began to chant, and I didn't understand what they were chanting at the time. And my friend told me to back up because I was too close. <laughs> oh, shit. And I didn't. I was like, I'm fine, bro, whatever. Because I didn't fully believe that this stuff yeah. was real. So you're, like, creeping up closer. You're a bunch of idiots just lighting yeah. candles and, and I'm like, well, this I'm is just trying to see his young candlelit face trying to get closer to see what's happening. Go so ahead. I'm hearing them chant, and it begins to sound like it's reverberating off the walls and echoing. Oh, damn. In not a normal, natural sound. And then the light on the candles started to flicker and change colors. And that's 
when a presence came into that room that you could feel. And it you could feel the darkness come into the room. Oh. And it scared me. And at that point, I felt something hit me in the chest. God damn, it went into you. Like a fucking brick. Okay. Now, people are going to make fun of me for this. I don't give a shit. My wife has seen this shit, and she doesn't have an explanation for it. But the side that was closest to it of my body has been affected ever since. Like, I sweat. Everything happens on the right-hand side of my body before the left. Everything. Oh, no. Like, something got jacked up, and I don't know what it is. So, after I saw all of this, after I felt the darkness and all this, I was like, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Just rubbing off that crow makeup off his face. <laughs> I, don't wanna, I don't want to be the crow Damn, dude. So, looking for that hair. guardian, by God. What, what, what the fuck do you think that was, man? What I the don't fuck? Know. So... Uh, and so they're they're chanting. You're getting closer, and then all of a sudden you just feel these vibrations. And Not a, a vibration. Sudden, it was like something hit me. Boom! Oh my god, dude, that's possession. Man, what Fuck. do you think happened to those kids? You know, it's fucked I up. I mean, you're dude. all teenagers and you're doing this weird crap. What do you think happened? I mean, they just, I lost track of them. Dude. I know, but I'm just saying. Like, can you imagine them now? Are they like? You know, Normal. just one, yeah, one work at a law firm and one's a so I went into assistant or something. This segues well nicely into this one. I started looking up uh, some of the more terrifying exorcisms that have happened in history. Oh, some no. of the more legitimate ones that have like some documentation behind them. Yeah. Um, you know the movie The Exorcist, it's the most popular one. Well, that's actually based on a real story of a guy by the I name mean, of yeah, that one's based on a true story for sure. Yeah, it's so wild. <laughs> it's based on the case of Roland Doe or Robbie Mannheim, depending. It, he has a. Um, uh, they changed his name just to protect his identity. So um, you can go on Wikipedia and read about it a bit. It says like it was kind of debunked. Uh-huh. It's just like a bunch of BS. But there's a lot of things held within that story that can't be explained. Like when he was in school, one of the the table that he was sitting at began to levitate and move. Yeah. Um, he got involved in, in using the Ouija board. That's where it all started. And then more and more things started happening. And uh, there's accounts of him speaking in different tongues and different languages that he didn't know before. Things levitating and being thrown across the room. And it took multiple um, attempts to get the demons out of him. And eventually it was successful. He went on and got married. And he was a successful guy and has kids. And he's fine. It's like very few people ever make it back to find. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that I found, that in most cases, these people did not turn out okay. And so one of the, the saddest tales... Go ahead. You have some? No, man. Okay. I mean, I feel like an idiot because I used to gravitate towards that kind of stuff, too. Didn't dress like the crow. Definitely it was not part of a seance or anything like that. <laughs> but I did play with, you know, you get Milton Bradley's Ouija board that we probably got from Kmart or something dumb like that. Yeah. Next to freaking the life game and trouble. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Monopoly. How can you just sell that like right there? <laughs> yeah. Life, trouble, monopoly, <laughs> yeah. Ouija board. Sorry. <laughs> uh, definitely going to take Ouija board. Ouija yeah, board. No oh, shit. gateway to hell. Okay, <laughs> let's play that one. <laughs> oh that sounds God. like fun. And I remember yeah. like dialing in and then I told you guys the story. I got super into it. On a Halloween night, I wanted to go to this place called Black Star. Yeah. It's known for having covens or covenants do the covens, seances yeah. and doing all that. And I wanted to be like, ooh, yeah, let's push the limits a little bit. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you man, didn't, you I, I look back at it now, I was like, damn, that was stupid. Not because 
now I'm because I became a man of faith. Yeah. Like I know that there's evil spirits, good spirits, yeah. and just the fact that I was just toying, with opening it. my mind to do that because you just want, like you said, you want to be a part of something. You're young, you're impressionable, yeah. and you could just dive into that. Yeah. And I'm, I know there is some adults that just stay that way. If you ever watch, I'm probably a bad example, but Why Swap, where they, do, <laughs> they take no, two extremes, they take like. KKK family members and they swiped the walk with somebody from Jacksonville, Florida. That's like yeah. super like millionaires. No, just like black. <laughs> and they just want to see what happens. <laughs> so they, they take people that like have witchcraft and people yeah. that are like super Christian or yeah. Mix them up. Super. Yeah. And they just want to see this what is happens. One of the things is I like to understand things. And when you do a shamanistic ritual, like with a real shaman, like say if you go into South America to a tribe that they have a real shaman who's dedicated his life to it, the practice of it. And, and in those cases, they they don't eat anything animal-based. It's all a plant-based diet. They don't have chocolate. They don't consume sugar, no caffeine, nothing. They keep themselves as clean as pure as possible. Whenever they begin any sort of out-of-body experience or seance of any kind one of the things that they impress upon the people a lot is you need to make sure that you're protected because you're going into a realm that you don't understand and you need to ask for protection from these certain entities these angels or whatever they are god because you're opening up a door into another realm it's like i've said before there are entities that have your best interest in mind they want to see humanity grow and become and reach their potential yeah but there's even more who hate us and want to see us fail and they despise us because of that potential. Oh my God. And they would love nothing more than to get their hands on our soul. And so when you're messing with things like the Ouija board, guess what you're doing? You're just inviting that. You're opening up a window. It may be a small window, but they don't need much. God damn. Now, I believe that. Now, I didn't used to believe that before, but... I envision I like that. Definitely not gonna let my kids play with the Ouija board. I They're envision like a blade. definitely gonna play life. Sorry, <laughs> like trouble. A, I, envi- I, I, envisioned, I envisioned like out in the outer space in a different dimension, like a a black you know sheet or whatever. And as soon as you start playing with that Ouija board, and like a little pinprick pokes through. You said you don't need yeah. a big hole, but just that light coming through, and they know yeah. to go to that hole to exactly. fuck you up and <laughs> there's, answer uh, your questions, and then. Totally fucking wreck your life. One of the more interesting cases I found was of a girl named Clara Germana Sele. She was in South Africa in 1906. They don't say why she did this, but for some reason when she was 16, she decided to make a pact with the devil. And stuff started happening because of it. Damn. Things started uh, getting thrown around the room when she was in the room. Things started moving around. She then started randomly beginning to speak in multiple languages that she had no clue what they were before she became clairvoyant where she started describing the innermost sins of people to their face oh no in one instance uh these cats like tore up um this guy's furniture at his house which was like way far away like 50 60 miles away uh-huh. and then when he came to visit her the next day she's like those cats are getting pretty out of control aren't they they tore up some stuff, didn't they? And he was, she was describing it to him. And there's even one account Whoa, of... Oh, she described what happened to somebody else's house? Yeah. Without, without her being there? Yeah. Oh, okay. And oh, in one man. instance that's documented, she ended up levitating four feet off the ground. And over 150 people saw her do this. And oh. so there was... She was Chris Angel before Chris Angel. There you go. <laughs> it only takes so, a demon. 
Um, she ended up having a course of two days of different exorcisms to try to get the demons out of her body. Oh, and, uh, uh, yeah. Didn't work? Didn't go so well. For so, who? For her. I think she ended up dying. During the exorcism. Um, yeah, they don't detail exactly what happened to her. <laughs> well, no it was, shit. It was 1906. Mm, yeah. yeah. They just yeah. put a bullet in her head, man. And she was like, yeah, bitch, ain't dead. demon and, ain't coming out. Bye. And, and something I found about is the Catholic Church, they don't automatically jump to freaking, oh, this is demonic possession. We need to do an exorcism. They said in 99% of the cases, it's just mental illness is what it is. Mm-hmm. And what they try to do is they'll call in like a psychiatrist to come and interview the person and try to get them help. You know, because it's not an exorcism, but there are cases when they don't have an explanation for it. That makes sense. I mean, it obviously starts. There's why are you gravitating towards that in the first place? Like you're saying, why are they opening up their mind towards yeah. that? What's going on in your life where you feel like this is something you want to give energy towards? Yeah, yeah. Because as much as I could like get dive into the story and get all spooky, it's like. I mean, in my time in my life, I just don't have time for something like that. It's just <laughs> dumb. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but to those people, I got to go man. to work. I got to pay my cell phone bill. I got to get these kids back to school shopping. I got to, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't have time to just be like, oh, my God, there's a spirit out there that wants something bad against me. Like, I got to put gas in the car. You know what I mean? I got to put milk <laughs> yeah. in my cereal. Yeah. I got to run the store to get odds and ends things that my wife forgot. It's just, I'm too busy to give, you know, thought into that. Like, I don't want to give energy to that because... Then you're just you're creating time for that to consume you. Cool. When you Absorb got this, energy. Listen. All these hey. things. Brian, continue. So, going on that whole idea. Uh, very well. Go on then. <laughs> Sorry. <This is> jerk. <laughs> continue, Brian. So, but no, but I he's got a point. It stays the, in the studio. Uh, I hope not. Hey, you real don't quick, remember? He guess who's the only person in the studio that has to sleep by themselves tonight? Damn yeah. it. With two I dogs know. at least. You got yeah, two that's dogs. Brian. True. Continue. <laughs> Shut up. What are some I of those scared. chants that they used to say? All right. So in Somebody 2008, in, in 2008, Dr. Richard E. Gallagher, he was a board certified psychiatrist and he was a professor of clinical psychology at New York Medical College. So this is a legit guy. All right. I'm, I'm sold. I'm bought okay. in. And <laughs> the real deal. And what ended up happening is a priest came to him and said, Hey, I have this girl. Can you take a look at her and see if she's mentally ill, a Catholic priest? And so he brings the girl in, and they just nickname her Julia. They don't, we, we don't know of her course. name. And so he started doing some tests on her to see what was going on. And what ended up happening is he documented that uh, objects flying around the room. Uh, Julia started levitating off the bed during one session. Oh, no. She began speaking in tongues again. In languages, there's no way she knew, could have known. She started speaking the Aramaic, and at the time, that was a dead language that did not... Well, how do they acknowledge that that's what it was? It's an old language that's not spoken by very many people that is now coming to that. more How did he figure out that that's what it was at that He time? recorded it, and oh, he had people okay. So in now it. they can recognize it. Yeah. Um, and in one case, she was able to deduce uh, incredibly personal details of people's lives. Like in one example, he documented as an example, she knew she knew the personality and precise manner of death of a relative of a team member that no one could have conceivably have guessed. She guessed the exact type of cancer that that person died of. So demons are just a bunch of gossipers. (laughs) (laughs) 
talking a lot of shit about everybody behind our backs. Yeah, just a bunch of letting out secrets and gossip. So, she, um, Juliet also exhibited incredible strength. She was held down by about six different people that it took to restrain this girl. And they still almost couldn't do it. And this was one of the first cases where the doctor... The priest, the nurses, everybody said this was a freaking demon. This is demonic possession. Dude, I just thought thought instant exorcism of Emily Rose. That's actually based on a true story that's actually incredibly sad. Yeah, aren't they both based on true stories? That was a bad one. Yeah. Didn't didn't the demon go into the horse? In the movie, probably. I think so. In real life. I chose not to watch that one. That's bad, bro. I I believe you. That's one of those movies, dude, when she's, like, trying to reach for the cross. Yeah. And you can see the force pulling her back as she's yeah. like, no, she's reaching for God to help me, help me, as the demon's just ripping her back. Yeah. And she's, like, bent backwards into a fucking sea yeah. like you will never see God again. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, my God. That's, that's a common thing is the contortion of the body. Yeah. My feeling is that is uh, when... Sounds like flying things around the room, levitating, and telling people secrets. Yeah. It's a common theme here. Yeah. And also contorting in weird body. I think the whole contorting of the body thing has to do with uh, the demon who's never had a physical body got to get into one, but has no clue how to use it. Just no freaking clue. Exactly. Yeah, they're like just all kinds and of And it's weird got shit, the strength yeah. of a, like a usually a full-grown adult or a child, and so it just doesn't know how to control it. I found a video on YouTube of... For sure, I'll show it. Yeah, don't you don't want to? I mean, you can look it up if you want to, but I don't recommend it. It's of a, a woman, and she's in this Brazilian dance, and it's supposed. I'm not too exactly sure exactly what's oh, going wait on. Wait a second, maybe we can take a look at it after all. Take it, yeah. Just kidding. And so, <laughs> they're all dancing, they're chanting. There's music going. There's drums. It sounds like it's some sort of a ritual going. And this girl, yeah. she begins to stiffen up in the middle of the dance. Oh, no. She's an attractive girl, maybe probably in her twenties, and uh, seizure. It looks like it's going to be a seizure. She uh-huh. drops to the ground, and you're like, crap, this is just a seizure, bro. She's sick. Get her help. Yeah. But then the contorting of the body begins to happen, and then the face, though, is looking around at the people. But it's the expression on the face that caught my attention. Oh, no. It's, it doesn't seem like it's a seizure. And then what really freaked me out about it is there's a portion of it where blood starts coming out of the girl's mouth. This isn't like Hollywood-esque. This is like, this is actually what's happening. This is reality. And, and you found this on YouTube? Oh, there's some scary stuff on YouTube. Oh, Wait, yeah. how old is that? Nah, I don't know. Go look it up if you want to. But one of the saddest Fuck. cases I found was a one of Annalise Michael. And this one was of a girl in a strict Catholic family who... She started having these thoughts coming inside her head that she thought she heard a voice telling her she was damned and going to go to hell. So the parents started trying to get priests to come over and exercise the demons. Yeah. But, but she was actually dealing with an intense form of depression and bipolar disorder. And the parents took her off the medication for the priests. And what ended up happening to this girl is there's recordings of the exorcism that you can listen to on YouTube. Maybe we'll upload that. I don't nah. know. <laughs> nah. And, uh, nah. Damn, she, bro. How she, you say uh, Dude, I just yeah. had some crazy thoughts right now. So, if because I I, uh, I saw my uh, ex father in law this weekend, and he's a uh, pastor. He's yeah. a really good guy. Um, 
I can talk to him about things that I normally don't talk about. You know what I'm saying? And I feel comfortable talking to him. And I know he's going to give me a straight-up answer. You know, it's going to be pretty legit. And But uh, we, we talked about a little bit of religion and stuff like that. And I've always wondered, if you're opening your heart to God, is there the opportunity for a demon to get to you before God does? No. Because I no. asked him the question. It's like, what do you know when you ask for whatever obviously i don't pray much but when you pray what do you feel in return what i mean how do you know he's answering you and you know he was explaining there's a scripture that explains that it's in galatians i'm just saying dude if you're reaching out talking to him what if you don't know it and you got freaking i don't know your you identity got the wrong or number something? or something i'm just saying <laughs> i guarantee you it's a trick i mean it's 911 is 911 okay i just want to I make mean, sure you're not going to get like domino's yeah. pizza or next something thing else. you know you done mass murdered 15,000 yeah. people and you have no fucking clue why cuz you've been following god you thought it was god but whenever you're seeking god and goodness that's what you will find it's if you do it in an obsessive kind of way that you may get distracted by something else. Yeah, but I'm just saying, dude, if that woman was just dancing, she was just dancing, and all of a sudden she gets possessed by Oh, we don't know exactly demon. what was going on. That's There's, true, but I don't think she was running off the covenants and doing secret no. potions do you know? and shit. I'm just saying. Does okay, she look like How that type of a person? Though? What's really but, popular in Brazil and in Haiti? Voodoo. Mm, it's extremely... Okay strong there so we're rolling the dice that she does voodoo she has yeah. diatomaceous earth and everything poured all over the place for diatomaceous whatever. earth but uh, I thought ants? that was to keep evil spirits out and shit no there. that's for ants well what was yeah. the powder that they put down I have no idea baking powder baking soda <laughs> baking soda Arm I'm just hammer. saying dude I mean did she look like the type she was at a ball dance right? yeah I she mean, did she looked like the type that was into voodoo yeah I saw it okay so if did she's you look it voodoo, up go on did you look at that video? No, he's up? being a jerk. But either way, oh. either way, go on. If you're, um, what, what, how do demons possess people that aren't looking for it? This is, that's another way to ask the question. <laughs> this right, is something that I actually tried to research. Um, in Christianity, they don't have a good answer of why why demonic possession happens. Uh, no real clear explanation has been has been ex- brought forth on why it happens. Oh. There's contributing factors, yeah, but I mean, one person can be doing it, another person could be doing the exact same thing, but only one of them gets demonically possessed, and it's extremely rare. And like I said, in most cases, it's probably just mental illness. But in this girl's case, Annalise Michael, she ended up dying of malnutrition. Yeah. Very slowly. Because the demon won't let her absorb any nutrition, no, right? No, she stopped eating, and she stopped she drinking. Just and she just eat and drink. Yeah. And, and they can't strap her down to the point to put an IV in her or but something? But in stories of the Bible, they I mean, it's, they pretty much sum it up as people have invited certain things. Idolatry. They put mm-hmm. other things before the relationship with God. That's true, too. And Not they all allowed cases, certain though. things to come in. And Not then, like cases. you said, the and there's always demons and entities looking to destroy and devour mm-hmm. that's their sole purpose so there's where you're going to get some of those things so when you're talking about why is it happening to this person and not that person perfect example is um job there you go a person that's believing job. following yeah and you know and god and god they say it, i hate that story like that so much happen. It, that's, but that, I mean, there's an explanation of it. You're saying like, why? Why would a person allow this, or why would it happen? It's like, but then look what happens at the end. You mean, yeah. too bad he had to go through all that suffering and lose his family, lose all his wealth and land yeah. and everything else, all in one day. Now, that's a bad day. I'd love to have that story reanalyzed and see how, if 
what the old scriptures say about it because that story is just like God and Satan go, all right, let's abuse this one particular person for no real reason but other than a bet. It's to prove a point. Yeah, it's a shitty point. It's a shitty way to love your your people. Anyway, but yeah, Maybe. I don't. The, you gotta have your people love you. That's yeah. true, but I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you love him, why would he let a demon in you? But look what happened at the end. I mean, and then all that ends up his faith is what brings him through. Come on, bro. Once a demon's in you, you don't have faith anymore. It takes control of you. Well, no, well, that's no. what the story Job doesn't prove. Yeah. No, well, demonic possession is something completely different. And it's not something that we fully understand at all. Not in any religion has it been clarified as what the hell is going on. Like, why is this happening? Damn. You know, because a lot of the cases, it's somebody who's devout, Christian, usually Catholic, and this happens to them. Um, in almost all of these cases, you find it, except for one, which was just freaking insane. Oh, which was Michael Taylor. So that girl in the jungle, she was a devout Christian or Catholic? We don't yeah. know. In 1906? No, the, the 1906 one, she was, a, she was a Catholic girl, yeah. And then for some reason, she decided to make a deal with the devil. That was the one that was in the jungle, right? Uh, in South Africa. Oh, South Africa, okay. Yeah. Hmm. So... Ooh, creepy. Now the scary Me thing. No likey. Me you don't no want to allow it to get scary because you're such a fraidy cat. Well, the thing that yeah, sucked for I me don't though. I want to give my time and energy to stuff like that. I rather just focus on things that are happy positive. And positive. For me, it's it's like one of those mysterious aspects of life that I want to understand a little bit better. That's one of those things like I don't need to put my hand in fire to understand it's hot. Yeah. It's like I could just see what it does. Know it's bad because yeah. you can see what it does. So yeah. why do I have to get so close to just see how well, how bad is it? Serrando just why sent me a text and so said, high? "Tell Uncle Daddy to let Brian tell his story." <laughs> uh, well, That's go ahead and get possessed. Uh, so Serrando, I'm trying to save your soul. But, <laughs> just saying, he can hear it live. For me, um, it's like a, it, in our intro where it's like it's question everything in life. It's finding the truth. Truth is everywhere. And it, to me, it does. I, when I was younger, it didn't matter the source. I wanted to know the truth. And look what happened. Now you sweat from your left side before your right side. <laughs> and you were yeah, hit happy? by an ultra blast. Yeah, or happy. You want to yeah. keep going there? No, hit I you. found out Dude, first hand. You didn't you get hit by a demon. Like, you got hit by Slimer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, but I mean, I found out a lot like, of why things. Keep, like my exact point. Like, why get burned? Yeah. If you already know it's bad and it's wrong, like, why do you have to keep going further than that? I it. If I could explain that about myself, <laughs> I would. I'm still to this day. It's true that the fire is going to burn you. You don't need to go burn yourself. True. Oh, yeah. damn. I guess it was true. My hand's on fire. Well, well I mean. And now I look like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> what that also led me down was a path where I stayed at a Buddhist temple for a while and studied Buddhism and learned about that faith. And like how, in Tibet? No, in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh Jesus! And I don't know I, the and the <laughs> onion peels further. Oh no! I swear no. to God, you got to be like eighty-five years old to have all Son these of a bitch, <laughs> dude! I had the vision of some old monks, wait, forest wait, did I hear mountains, a, did I hear and all this pit? shit. Fact check, fact check, fact check. Oh, dude! I swear to God, when he said Buddhist and all this, I'm picturing yeah. mountains and some tranquility yeah, and all this bet. shit. No, and then out of LA. nowhere, he says, "No, Los Angeles." <laughs> <laughs> Jackhammers and shit. <laughs> People fake. Fuck you. Right walking to by. Yeah. As yeah. you know, master, master, I can't get, I can't, I can't master singularity with all this glass in front of some people flipping us off. Yeah. Ain't that shitty? So, How was it? Tell me more. I liked it. I learned about the importance of meditation. 
You, you were able to meditate now. Yeah. Go ahead. You learn how to meditate, and it's you. There's a book by uh, <laughs> and by Buddhist temple. He means his yoga class at Ali <laughs> Fitness. <laughs> oh damn! His yoga class. Oh god, so. the style of yoga is Buddha. <laughs> there's uh, just check it out, booty. That's what it was. Go ahead. You sure? He's the one that interrupted you that time, bro. That wasn't my Not fault. Bad. So <laughs> I just followed suit. There's a book by Dean Radin, and it's called Supernormal. And in it, it goes through all the benefits of meditation and what it can do for you. And when you meditate on a regular basis, it's been scientifically shown to have health benefits and everything else. And so I learned the importance of meditation. You always hear, meditate on the scriptures. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, even it's biblical too. They talk but about it's like... Meditating. In Christianity, it's not explained what that means. You're not exactly told in the scriptures what it means to meditate on the scriptures. So what I ended up finding out is when you start studying the other religions of the world, you find the parts that are intertwined between them and how they help each other to fully expand more upon the truth. There's another book I, um, mm. I really got into. The Ancient Mystery Schools. Do you guys know what those are? Probably not. not. No. Okay. That's a hard no for me. This is about to turn into a freaking <laughs> sermon. No, no, no sermon. Curry. Okay. It the, feels like it's turning into sermon. Or for you, it'd be a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, hey, I'm sorry, dude. I really did think I'm it was just a picking you because you're white, neither. There you go. The ancient mystery schools were all throughout Asia, the Middle East, and it's what the ancient civilizations focused on for their spiritual enlightenment. There was no Christianity at the time. They all taught Ooh. different things. No shit, huh? Well, the only thing around at the time was Judaism, but that was a lunar cult. And that's the thing that people don't even understand about the origins of Judaism, but we'll get into that in another podcast. So, ancient mystery schools, they taught the value of self-sacrifice. They taught the value of loving one another. Alexander the Great contributed a lot of his um, uh, teachings in his life and how he viewed life because of that. And all the ancient mystery schools taught these things. But what ended up finding you find out is that the the person of Jesus Christ and his teaching was the culmination of all of these ancient mystery schools put into one. So you're saying this is BC? Yeah. So we're oh, okay. So all they have is the Old Testament. Yeah. And I mean, you should always study other religions in order to better understand your own. That's true. I mean not necessarily. Yeah, it kind of do does hold study, a little water. I mean, I'm pretty sure you've heard of this analogy too, Brian. Do you study mm -hmm. all the different counterfeit monies to tell the difference between which ones are counterfeit and which one's legit? Oh, no. You usually God. have to study the one good one to recognize the counterfeits. True, but it's like we've had the discussions it's about It's like them. I don't think everybody in their lifetime has to be a Muslim. So you're saying religion's counterfeit? Oh, of course not. No, I'm just saying I don't think you need to go into study every different ones just to understand your own better. No, but it's like we've gone into the discussion before about the lost books of the Bible. Yeah. Somebody else decided for you what should be the canon and what shouldn't be the canon. And they had no authority to do that. Sermon. I, what, <laughs> They're I mean, dictating to you. I understand you. what you're saying, but why do you need it? Like, Let's just take the history. Let's just take my child's history book. Yeah. Do I need a day by day every single account of what happened in the Civil War no. and this thing? I just need a summary of it. So yeah, yeah there are that plenty of news clippings mm -hmm. and all these things of facts that happened during that time. Yeah. What does your textbook do? It has to put it all together. Yeah. Those events happened. 
Yeah. That is truth. Like we did have a war. We we did sail across. We did yeah. kick out the Indians. We did fight for land. We did yeah. discover. We map and everything. You don't have to. There's plenty more writings that happened during that time. Yeah. How can you just have everything in there? I mean, mm-hmm. it has to be summed up some ways. And so, I get mad at the people that made up the history book. No. Should I get mad at the people that don't go not. into every detail of science in that book? No. It's the same thing too. Like, yes, there's more scriptures. There's more facts that happen. The it, book yeah. tells you it's there. Mm-hmm. It tells you in the scripture. There's way more accounts, but this is what we put in. Yeah. Like this is it. This this is the message. This is the knowledge that you get. This happened. I can't give you yeah. every single detail because it's so vast and so much. You know what I mean? The writings yeah. would just keep going on till now. So that's well, where faith comes in. It, with the history analogy, you're you're taught many things about human history, and it's being proven false over and over again. Yeah, definitely being rewritten at the cyclic rate now. What do you mean? What's false? The fact that we sailed over here to America? What part that, of history? That, well, A, that uh, you're taught in elementary school. <sighs> that Christo- Indians here? No, that Christopher Columbus discovered America. He never did. Well, of course he, he didn't discover it. There's already people living here. You don't well, walk in someone's backyard and be like, look what I found. No. <laughs> You're already living there. We no. knew that. Oh, God. It's what yeah. they thought. He thought he discovered it. That's their version. Yeah, but you're taught that he was like the first European to set foot on the Americas. That he was he the He discovered discoverer. North America for... And when he landed yeah. on Puerto Rico. And that, he was <laughs> a, and that we're taught that he was like this great explorer and he's a good guy when he turns out to be a douchebag. You know, damn. That you're taught like uh, the pyramids are built by the Egyptians, yeah, yeah, which is a lie. And so what that ends up doing is changing the paradigm of mankind. Wait, wait, who and who were we the are. pyramids built by? A much older civilization. Okay. You haven't heard this? <laughs> no, no. I'm talking <laughs> with you. I think suppose it wasn't Christopher Columbus the first one. The point of the story is. It was still amazing the fact that he sailed yeah. and came over no, here what's and amazing. started this whole thing of just commercializing it, Yeah, I we kind of wouldn't be here right now if he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, we'd still be here. We would have become over Somebody here Somebody anyway. would have done it eventually. He's just not going to be the only person. What's there. crazy, though, is the islanders, uh, the like Polynesian It's like a Hollywood peoples. story. It's like they embellish some things. I get it. Some things could yeah. be lost in translation a little bit. Yeah. But the fact is... It was pretty amazing. They put together three ships. They came yeah. over, started colonizing commercially. I guess doesn't mean that he was the just only. He wasn't the first person here. Yeah, that's just a fact. Yeah. There's already people living here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it already. I mean, that already goes out the door. Yeah, and then we're told that they came over the Bering Strait. But his story Americas. is still true. The and voyage that he, came that over he here. made, what yeah. set him to make him come, what gave yeah. him that drive to do that, yeah. the sacrifice they made, the adventures that that part's still true. Yeah. Damn, so who really runs America right now when we believe that this conquering hero <laughs> sailed over here? Yeah. But the horror stories that we hear, we just, uh, it was just the Indians. Well, we still on. look at them as... Life was rough. I mean, imagine what those oh ships were really like. They didn't have toilets and showers yeah. and it wasn't well, a dude, Disney cruise. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it was a Disney cruise, but look what fucking happened to the Indians. Yeah, they got screwed well, Yeah, they did. Yeah, they kind of got the bad end of the stick. They did. Oh, yeah. of course. And that's the horror stories you hear. But in our own internal minds, we kind of gray it out. Yeah. Like, no, that couldn't have happened. You know what I'm saying? No, we, I, we, I think we kind of store that knowledge in a different pos- place in our brain to allow us to still feel good about living where we're at. Yeah. And I'm totally with you because there are, I just, do you listen to Radio Lab? Yes. 
Not recently, though. Okay, so this is a new podcast I got kind of turned on to by listening to some other ones called Radio Lab. You can look it up if you find ours, too. And uh, they did an in-depth study about um, some history that got erased from when, um, I think it was, gosh, I don't want to misquote it a little bit. I don't know. It was when they colonized in Africa, like the Brits. Mm-hmm. So what happened is it was one of like the 13, the major three where yeah. they try to colonize and try to set up shop and do their thing. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't work out. So what happened was the local Africans, they got tired of being enslaved. Basically, they came over to colonize and yeah. they disrupted their whole way of living. So they started what was considered like a boogeyman called the Maji Maji. Mm-hmm. I'm probably misquoting that. Let's just call it Maji Maji. I think I remember this podcast. And um, it was kind of recently. So what happened was they end up exiting after some, seven, several years, whatever went by. And they went back and they was like, okay, it's not a good place to go start living. Everybody who's poor in Britain is going to take that trip mm-hmm. because it would be like us going overseas to go work. You know, you're going to get paid more. Yeah. You're going to have a better way of living. Yeah. Because you're going to a place that's poorer than you are currently yeah. in your own state. Mm-hmm. So you're going to go over there to hopefully better your life. So you're going to take that risk, make that journey, set up shop and mm-hmm. try to, you know, acclimate to the surroundings and everything. Well, in their history books, they make it seem like, you know, their recordings of the whole trip was they came in, they worked hand in hand with them, and then they decided to just go back home. Mm-hmm. Well, this girl at 17 years old from Princeton was doing like this in-depth story about, you know, what went on, what was life like then. And when she traveled over there for vacation, she started interviewing the local tribe and started mm-hmm. hearing the story about the Mabu Mabu, I think. It Whatever was. it was. Yeah, Manu Manu. And uh, she started hearing these stories. And then as she kept going to different villages, she started hearing more and more. And then she tried to find records of it. Hmm. She went into some place of records over there Mm -hmm. and found one recorded, like, log of prisoners. Hmm. But she couldn't find there being ever a prison. Hmm. Oh, shit. Long story short, over many years, she was 18 when she started it. It went all the way until she was 40s. Oh, jeez. They had a big hearing in Parliament, and they basically found out that there was genocide there that would rival really? what Hitler did to the Jews. Oh, and no. those that one log, that one piece of paper mm-hmm. that got stashed in in some folder with some other stuff that she, she randomly found on accident was a log from a concentration camp where they would separate the men and women, and they were burning people alive Jeez. they oh my were God. Where getting them in this africa. was in uh, africa south africa i believe oh, um, no. they were literally like as a form of torture for the men they would hang them upside down and stuff sand in their butt and pack it in with a stick and i mean just that was just one example of some of the yeah. torture that would happen but they never admitted to it or anything like that hmm. well the radio lab story starts off of this building that's just by itself off in the suburb that just has all this fence wire and bob wire and as you start walking up the guy has a live you know uh, tape recording Mm -hmm. and you hear the little bobbies over there getting in his way and you know they have their little accent and they basically are shooting them off like if we try to enter area 51 yeah you know eventually it looks all deserted and then you start taking steps and then boom everybody comes in like what are you doing here same thing long story short they end up going to court (laughs) They were going to reward these people millions of dollars unless these documents were like, if you have anything that could disprove or prove this, you need to submit. They ended up having like eight miles of paperwork 
and they kept all that documentation of all that torture and everything that they did. Yeah. It's amazing that we don't hear that story. No. Now because it just got released. Uh, I don't know the exact years. You got to listen to it. Yeah. I heard this Radio Lab like a couple weeks ago, so it's I'm intense. just doing a very poor job of summarizing up, but it was super interesting. That's amazing. It was yeah. super amazing. I shared it with my wife. I was just like, and I, and I believe there's the path that you're heading on as far as there's big things in our history that have not been revealed that have been hidden that have yes that that literally could rewrite history and how we feel about yeah. what they did when they went to try to colonize because they wanted places. us to believe something completely different because like a lot of this search for truth for me has to do with this like my personal path of, of faith and trying to understand really this gets old and people get tired of hearing about jesus christ jesus the christ is no, he no i don't get tired of hearing that but okay go on it's, it's my personal path to try to understand is A, did he really exist? B, is he... Sorry. That's a personal belief. Yeah. There's evidence to show to the contrary. Lots of it. And unless you're willing to look at it, then you're never going to ever get outside that bubble. Not you personally, but yeah, as, yeah, as people. And so I've looked into the research of Joseph Atwell and I've looked into the research of Asharia S and, and the stuff that they've written to show that the whole character of Jesus Christ, his whole like mission, like each place that he stopped perfectly follows the military campaign of one of the Flavians. And the whole character of Jesus Christ was created by the Flavian family of Rome to set themselves up to have their son pose as the the second coming of Christ. But this is supposed to be before Christ. No, this is during, like right before it. And then everything like they wrote the like. What would be the point of this campaign to like to set their son up as the second coming of Christ? He was supposed to be like the second son. And and what are they going to gain from that? Power and control. So they set their son up to be sacrificed. No. For power and control over the Jews? Over half the Jews? The not character all the, Jews believed the character that Christ was the second coming. The character of Christ is a focal point of the Christian faith. And if you control who that focal person is and his character and who he is, who you, was it aimed towards though? It was aimed the towards masses. the Jews. No, no, the, just the general populace of, of the Christian masses. You know, you don't get the term Christian until after Christ dies. Much after. Well, yeah, it was first mentioned by... Uh, it's in the scriptures. So I'm just saying, no, I don't understand what their point is for the campaign. So they're bouncing around Galilee and all these local places and running into Samaria and running yeah. in and out. Because was, the Jews are the ones from their Old Testament that believes in the second coming. Yeah. So they want to mimic, fall in line with that with their son. What I'm trying to remember all is they're this. Doing is uh, grabbing sounds a, to me like a Bible study. No, 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 no. Because no. oh, in, well, in history, all they're doing is grabbing a certain section of the Jews because not all the Jews believe that Christ was the second coming. Well, very few. Let everybody so know, know what know verse what we're talking about right now. I don't now. know what leverage they're going to gain by doing that. I'm trying to remember the podcast I listened to from oh, okay. several years back and also the research that I did. Sorry. Trying to pull it all together here. I'm with you there. I cannot remember the Mabu Mabu. So. <laughs> and I, I, know you just listened. I know where you're at. So what this guy is, Joseph Atwell, go look into his research if you want to. But he says that, okay, because we know that the, the books of the Bible were written 30 to 40 years after the death of Christ. They were written way after his death. 
And what Joseph Atwell says is that the books were written by the Flavian family in order to gain control of the masses. Because if you control the religion, you control the people. The Catholic Church showed us that very clearly throughout the Dark and Middle Ages. Imagine 40 years from now, somebody writes exactly what happened in Benghazi. (laughs) And that's the way you're going to believe it. Exactly. And so I'm still working on my faith. Got it. I'm still trying to understand. I was going to say because that history... How would how, do you look into your faith background? Oh yeah, the thing. Oh yeah, and it's controversial. Yeah, there's some very controversial things within Mormonism and in every faith. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna. That was gonna be my next thing. It's almost like you could probably poke if you try hard enough. You could probably poke holes. Yeah, in any faith. In any faith. Yeah, and it's that's the thing about faith that makes it I'm hard. Just gonna roll JC <laughs> all day, every day. <laughs> So I want to understand the truth, and I want to know the truth. And I'm not going to be told by some person who's being paid money. But it's almost at some point, I mean, you're just going to have to pick a team, bro. You're always going to be chasing your tail. Dang it. If you're always <laughs> That's gonna one have, hell of an no, analogy. It, it's true. I mean, if you're always going to question everything, you're, you're, it's almost like you're never going to accept an answer because yeah. there's always going to be another question. At some point, it's just going to be like, okay, I just got to roll. I have a feeling he's not necessarily trying to search out all 1,000. I think it's just he goes to one, he gets burned on that one. Okay, I'm off to the next one. And then he gets burned. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure he's accepting them until he gets burned. And then he moves to the next one. On to the next. So I don't think he's chasing his tail. I think he's just being fucking human. Yeah. And when he gets burned, he loses faith and goes to the next (laughs) one. Well, and then the other thing, too, is like if your ideas never change and evolve as you grow older oh, you're dude. not you're not looking to grow as a human being you're locked away in a cage if you're just done i'm like and then well then you're going to stop progressing your ideas as who you what you believe <laughs> need to continue to evolve i was envisioning somebody locked away in their house all day you know just not getting out and losing consciousness of what's yeah. going on it's like the them. people that believe that chemtrails are real i mean that's true they don't I, want to look at evidence i believe in chemtrails. they're not they're not looking at any opposing arguments they just made up their mind yeah and so you have to look at opposing arguments if but you're wouldn't pick you a viewpoint. be kind of knocking them because they're the fact that they wanted to discover and what is that What's what a is that? Exactly. So look at the, the fact that they started arguments. on that path. Isn't That's that good. Give them credit for that. Yeah, because there was a time where I thought chemtrails were really real, and the government was trying to poison yeah, us. I just you just <laughs> paint such a picture of yourself. It's amazing. <laughs> just your background, your travel. You're a Buddhist. You're the crow. You're a chemtrail conspiracy. You're into witchcraft. You jacked up half your body, being too close to the pentagram circle. Yeah, I know. I'm a weird guy. You are. This is why. <laughs> yeah, and we just we need wrote to read it. you. You need to put yourself on paper. We need yeah, to read you. I know, and you're it, amazing. Yeah. No, I'm I not. I love this guy. No, I'm just. This is why also I have a hard time just getting along with people. I get bored. <laughs> like, what have you done? Look oh, how he's looking nothing. At us, John, not <laughs> you guys. I like you guys. Ooh, you guys are cool. We're on the clock. I know. We're I'm on like, the clock. I'm sitting here thinking myself, what well, God damn? I wonder what, what he really clock? thinks about me now. <laughs> Yeah, right. Now that I just found out he walked around as the fucking crow for two years, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Damn. That was, I, I, I bet you felt fucking good in the beginning, though, huh? When you dressed up like the crow, thinking you were just a gangster walking around. I don't even remember. I, was a long time I would ago. block that out, too. Always walking around like, on the poster with his arms. No like, shit. Just, <laughs> casting that damn. shadow everywhere. Did you put all the white makeup on and shit? Only at Halloween. Oh, okay. That's yeah. cool. 
But you just felt like a bird. Man, I could have gone into the same path. Honestly, the way I was as a kid, too, I had a tough upbringing myself, too. But yeah. I found sports. I mean, that's I why. Me, I, sports, no good. That's no why good. I like sports. I want my kids to do sports because I felt like that's a, that was my outlet. That's what I ended up grabbing toward, gravitating towards and got yeah. me through. And I just made friends on the team and did the whole, you know, yeah. I mean, that's my little camaraderie. That was my little group. That was my friends that I made there. And yeah. that's what got me through. So, I mean, everybody identifies with their little, it's funny when you watch all these little eighties high school movies and now I'm watching Disney with my daughters and they doing all the high school. It's the same thing over and over. There's nothing new. Yeah. You know, everybody gets their clicks, their little things that they're into. And I don't know, it just, but it just feels when you, when you see them and you listen to the way they talk, it just feels like it's so much different from the way we grew up. Not really. Dude, it's I the really same does. story. It just feels that way. It's the same regurgitated story. Regurgitated yeah. story. It yeah, just repeats well. itself. Yeah, high school kids these days, though, man, I cannot stand to talk to the younger generation. They're just so dumb. They don't know <laughs> anything. They don't know anything about the world. They have They're access to an infinite world. amount of information, <laughs> and they don't know anything. And they can't even carry a conversation on with somebody. Yeah, I had a really good day on Sunday. I taught my daughters a card game called Thirteen, and we oh, played that game that. for yeah. almost four hours. Oh wow! The thing that I liked about it was there was no electronics involved. Yeah, and we just talked, like we are now, mm-hmm. just sitting there for four hours. Just most of the time when they talk to me about something, it's a quick story, and then. I'm just waiting for them to finish so I can tell Diana something. Diana's waiting so we can... And Mm. we're just trying to fit in words Mm. around each other. You know what I mean? We spend time with each other. We go places, but it feels so rushed. You know, like, oh, we're trying to fit in a conversation while we're getting ready to head out the door to go to Legoland or go to the park. And then we go to the park and we're taking chair and blah, 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 blah. And Sunday was just a nice, calmed... Just We just took our time. I didn't realize where the time went. I couldn't believe that this nine and ten year old would want to play cards they're not lighting up they're not making noise it's not a snapchat it's not a musically and just want to keep playing and playing and granted they went and wanted to gamble for money and stuff but (laughs) (laughs) so they got tired of playing the the real demon in the picture yeah they wanted money money. so we have a change jar and i just spread it all out and i just broke up like quarters and dimes no pennies we ain't paying for pennies Hmm. we want quarters dimes and nickels and nickels is if you started going broke. And then uh, I go, listen, Story just to let you guys broke. know if I win. Got a whole 250 on the table. <laughs> That's a little bit more. I think everybody had at least five bucks. Damn. I go, if I win, I'm putting all the money back in the change jar. We usually use it for wash or just whatever. Go out yeah. for fro-yo. And the girls are like, if I win, I'm going to keep it. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Damn. I end up smoking the table. I'm cashing in. I'm just having the great old time. I'm just like, ah, grabbing all the jackpot. Yeah. Like, mm, mine. <laughs> just destroying yeah. the dreams of the two little girls. <laughs> and then they're like, but they're getting close because they win a few. And we start, you know, we, Annie, whoever wins gets to set the Annie for the next, for the next guy. At one point, I go, you know what? Let's just break out the poker chips. And they're like, no, no, we want to play for real money. I go. We're going to break up the poker chips. Like, they didn't remember that I each owed them $20 for allowance. Oh, damn. So I separated the poker chips in denominations, adding up to 20 And I pushed the stacks. And I go, I owe you guys your allowance, right? And they go, yeah, it's 20 bucks, right? I go, okay, there's $20 in front of you guys. <laughs> Let's play. You have a chance to double it. You can get 50 You can get, you know, the highest you're going to get 60 if you wipe out the table. Because I'm playing with my own 20 too. 
Oh, jeez. The eyes light up and I go, but you can also go down to five or two dollars or nothing. You could go all in and lose it all. And they're like, (laughs) Faith looks at me, my 10 year old, and she's just like, I'm out. (laughs) <laughs> I'm done <laughs> And she put her hands up Jaden was thinking about it mm. Well now I just gotta go One on one dad Nah we ended up playing for fun Yeah But it was cool That's I wanted, cool I did want to teach him That Smart life kids. lesson though Hell That's a yeah. good lesson Like I said From your upbringing Well from your survival <laughs> To the way I was raised that dude's like fucking yeah. hero of the day. No. Seriously, dude. Just to if I would have had a dad oh growing up. Oh, my God, dude. How many fucking no. do I need to do to get there? You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm just trying to do something. Everybody wants to do like better him. for the kids. You're going to want to do oh, better yeah. for Liam, do better for Jaden and Jace. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to do the same thing. That's the thing with like Liam. It's I just like, didn't want to pay him the allowance. I actually wanted to save myself 40 bucks. But it turned, to it, turned, yeah. it turned into something that's just like breathtaking. You know what I'm saying? Taught him the one, you just destroyed them with real money yeah. she raked it all in then put their fucking allowance out there and said now yeah. do you want to do it again fuck you is what they said all, look how look how much how fun you want to play with other people's money but when it's your own yeah, you exactly like, good for you don't gamble yeah. the only reason why that Sunday touched me a little bit because I grew up watching my nana and her brothers my older uncles and aunts her brothers and sisters sit around our table my nana's table in the kitchen just playing yeah. Like Mexican music, like Ramon Ayala and everything from the north, every animal from yeah. the north, tigers, hurricanes, yeah. <laughs> tornadoes from the north, <laughs> and just smoking and Degrazed. drinking Budweisers and just playing cards and just that noise and the smell. Like, so me playing cards with the girls is like weird. It's like I never thought I would nostalgia be able to do that with my kids, you know, yeah. especially in today's day and age. About probably two of the best years of my life I remember uh, I, I was living with my dad and his new girlfriend actually he married her her name's Angie either way I was living with them and we used to play Rook with uh, him her her son yeah. and me just four of us we'd play that game Rook and it was the greatest game? damn time of my life man he has a card game Rook you've never heard of that I think it's hard name. to explain it there's a Rook card and, and you know it's almost like a Trump card but it's it's a pretty fun ass game but it was just, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. was always on, um, pretty sure it was me and Angie against Jason and Dad, but I don't know, it was weird. But we would just play teams, and that's yeah. what we did at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? I like it was playing fun. A good, a I taught them rummy. When I took them camping, That's we played rummy. Yeah. And it's cool to see them like get into it. And then we had my niece with us, and she was like, I'll just watch. Like She couldn't get it. Yeah. It's nice when you don't have to take a board game and die some just a simple deck of cards yep. and you can play like four or five different card games depending on what you know yeah. Rook's a little Rook. different Rook's you know what different. I was really trying to do this weekend I was trying to play back the episode where you gave the recipe for that sweet tea oh Dude, damn I want to make that before the summer the summer's almost over yeah you definitely gotta hook that up bro I want that sweet tea oh and I gotta and you know what I listened I re-listened to it because I, I just did and I thought to myself, wait a minute, I totally gave him the wrong recipe. Oh, jeez. No, 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 no. no <laughs> the sugar, the, the ass ton of sugar is correct. The way you do the tea is correct. But you when you sprinkle the bacon, so that's all correct. I'm saying you don't put cold water. In, well, yeah, I guess you do. You, you fill it up with cold water or whatever. But when you pour the tea in there, you don't want it super cold water because you want the tea to be somewhat warm. So you get that melted ice the thinning of the tea as it's going you know what I'm saying it's mm. kind of weird the way I vision it but it's beautiful the way it tastes man. I have no idea what you're talking about so yeah tea I know sweet tea you have to go back and listen to the episode yeah oh you was he not here 
Yeah. Well, no, it's like when you say, you know what I'm talking about? And I'm like, no, I don't. I've I never do, had tea like that. He's talking about when you're drinking <laughs> it. You're so you never know had, what I'm talking about? I never had tea like that before. Before the, oh. the two temperatures of the liquids acclimate to each other, yeah. you're going to get yeah. a little warm, bit more warm, warm and cold. one's cooler. So when you go to drink it, you can kind of... It like turbocharges your freaking yeah. taste buds, bro. My nan used to make sun tea, so that's why I remember that. Because okay. she would take it out from the sun when it was all done. I couldn't wait. And then you pour it in with the ice and you would get that effect. Oh my God. It's like the flavors that's like bursting, dude. It's yeah. insane. He lights yeah. up. Doesn't he light up like a little kid yeah, when he, he talks does. about yeah. that tea? Because I really fucking enjoyed goddamn sweet tea. Well, make then, it. Man. Stop can't. drinking shitty freaking Ooh. Coors beer and make some sweet tea. That's true. Maybe I should. I would like you to make some before the next episode. That would be I will. Yeah, but it's going to have to be, I will have to literally do it. I'll do it. Oh, do I want to clarify too. I got too. Lipton tea too. I'm not against anybody in their faith. I don't want anybody to get the impression like I'm anti-Christian or some crazy shit. Why would they get that impression? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I am against, though, is people who say they, they're they of a faith and they don't even practice it at all. Oh, that stuff I don't like. Don't look at me like that. Like when I was in Spain, that was the epitome of what I hate. Everybody running around saying, I'm Catholic. I'm, I'm Catholic. My father's Catholic. My grandfather's Catholic. Guess how often they go to church? Fucking never. And they're drinking beers and cheating on their wife. I don't but, think they ever drop f bombs before saying that though. Well, they yeah, they didn't. But. <laughs> you know, you there. So sock fits. Yeah, shoe must be laying. My yeah, philosophy no one, is no one likes a hypocrite for sure. No, and my whole philosophy is I want to. Yeah, I just look for truth. I'm with you. Dragon. Clarify that. Dragon. Did you say dragon? Dragon. Tracking. Tracking. Oh, so, oh <laughs> and the creepy Tracking. stuff that was happening in my apartment while yeah, I was researching was, this I stuff. I actually wanted you to go. Scared the shit out of me. What happened? Okay. Just woke so, up 3 You told me this. I was just like, that's what you get. <laughs> that's so, what you get. Should have looked up the Happy so, Meal or something. Yeah, I know. Rainbows and unicorns. I was uh, researching this stuff and it was getting kind of freaked out. I was looking at the exorcism videos. I found some crazy videos that scared what did, me. What did Maribel say when you're looking up this stuff? She didn't say anything. She was like, Did hey. she know? Yeah, she knew. Oh. Yeah, Maribel, when it comes to Maribel and like she understands me and what I do and she's okay <laughs> with it because she trusts me. Uh, Screams and shit going so, on in the headphones, brides like this. Some something in my apartment was it woke me up by saying my name. Oh no! Game over right there. Fucking, Game oh, over. I'm going head first out the window, bro. Holy shit! Hey, let me go up in the fucking attic and see if I can find who's calling <laughs> my name. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and then Brian, does that stop, Brian? Mm-mm. No. Go no. ahead. Brian wakes up, and I'm then dead. I'm ready to fucking go there, and demon. Then something this dude is. was whistling, but. Not like outside, like in the apartment, quietly. No. And I know when freaking demonic shit is going on in my house because of past experience, and I was like, fuck this. We're just going to start freaking doing some burning some sage or some shit. I don't know what I did. But I ended up (laughs) going back to bed, and I was fine. I'd be scared about Liam, too. I'd be like, damn. They can't touch Liam. Wait, hold up. The story's over? Those are the two things. But yeah, no, to jump on the point about. Get the, the fuck just out the of fact here, man! You heard something go, Brian. Yeah. Okay, so you were woken up by Brian, and then you heard whistles. I heard like something was tr- whistling. Yeah, and then you just went back to bed. Fuck it, I'm going back to bed. If you <laughs> okay, <laughs> did you guys not hear to the story I told earlier about you the keep coven? Blinking in that yeah. one eye is yes, not I making did. it. Oh, that's creeping I me know. out. I have independent control of my eyes. That's creeping me. Yeah, out. that happened actually the same night as the freaking old coven thing too. That was another one of the side effects. Oh, no. Anyway, 
So I have independent control of my eyes. Dude. Oh, yeah. Oh. Wait, I can blink like that too? No, you can't do that. Aren't I doing it? No. Because you still have to use the left the other yeah, eye to do it. you're squinting both eyes, bro. You have to. Everybody I've ever met, they have to. Just so you know, we're like winking at each other <laughs> one at a time. Like everybody has to do this. Like they have to wink. Yeah. I don't. I just close Oh, uh, that does look different. Yeah. So he's closing his eyelids. By themselves, exactly. that is weird. There's so, nothing else anyway, moving on whatever. his face. I thought it's you were going to make your eyeball go a different direction. No, like a, I like can do that. Or something. <laughs> That'd be cool. Anyway, so. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you're from Alabama. Though. If you have my past experience. I could do that. In yeah. demonic stuff, stuff like that happening at night just doesn't face you much. Dude, like, I do that to Jen and Jace. And he, they're like, oh God, I do that with one eye straight, one curved. They're like, oh, yeah, God. you look like that guy from Waterboy. The one you can do it. <laughs> you can do one it. One eyes in, the other looking straight. Yeah. Damn. So don't mess with demonic stuff, please. No. Yeah. yeah so don't look up anything that he <laughs> recommends you to read. Go read all of it. <laughs> no, don't. And then send in Save your, your stories. Yeah. I'll try not to put any crazy sound effects in this time. No, put them in, bro. Make what it spooky. Up? That's what they like. They Is want that it. That's it. That's yeah, I think I'm gonna call it, boys. Oh, I'm